Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. It is Saturday, September 24th. You are tuned into Indie Review Radio here on Blog Talk. Normally, I am accompanied by my loyal and witty sidekick, C-Truth, but today is a Where is C-Truth show. He's not with me today. He's traveling about. Um, He will be checking in with us a little later on, and he'll be able to share with us his adventures, uh, the adventures of C-Truth in his uh, conquistador uh, Kev, (laughs) Kev Lawrence. That should be quite interesting. Anywho, thank you so much for joining us today. We have a little bit of a different show lined up. We're joined today by uh, Lamonia Brown from New York Women's Film and Television. Um, as an indie review show, it's not just music. It's about the indie movement, period. So we'll be talking a little bit about film um, and some of the great things that are going on with some of these independent filmmakers. I mean, it's just as valuable as what we put out in music, just as relevant as what we put out on the radio. Some of these films are just life-altering, as we discussed previously from, you know, the last show after Urban World. So we're going to jump into that a little bit more today with Lamonia. She's going to share with us her role in the, in the organization. So um, as usual, sit back, relax, go get your tea or whatever Scooby snacks you do um, on Saturday in the afternoon. And we're going to kick the show off with our guest from last week, uh, who we really, really enjoyed, Maimuna Youssef. Her single, Free as a Bird, she is amazing. Check out the blog so that you can hear um, her interview from last week. That's www.indiereview4u.blogspot.com. And at any time during the show, feel free to give us a buzz, 646-478-5123. And we will be right back.
like I'm living my art And not for the good opinion of you petty sharks See, I swayed in the vicious when whatever been broken Sing ladies pop the can and chickens get open High off the vapor like that love boat smoking Rolling wherever the wind blows Courtesy of Jermaine Mobley and your boy Arrow. Come on, y'all. Let's get those toes done. <laughs> them dresses out. Brothers, clean up your kicks. <laughs> yeah. Weekend is coming up. Let's open up the windows. And let me lend you this melody to ride. I know you were stuck inside. But now it's party Flatbush get busy, 
New summer anthem, Eric and Richie. I see beads of sweat dripping down tummies. Rectums and daisy dukes look yummy. I'm in that drop top with sweet cakes pumping in. Old school Buick sitting on Keeper Sutherland. Before the 16, figure out the riddle. My treat, meet me at Ishka Bibble. You know the real ish with Will Smith, he did it the first time. Chub Rock Sir, new summer rhyme. Come! So high, yeah. We're back. Welcome back. Uh, looks like my traveler is on the line. <laughs> yeah, see truth here. I am on the streets of Los Angeles. <laughs> West side? West Coast. All right, now, how's the weather treating you out there? Oh, the weather's been great. I mean, it's a little overcast right now, but um, for the past three days or so, it's been nothing but sunshine and and great weather. That's fantastic. Where y'all, you guys headed down the coast, right? Yeah, we are about to head out down to Dago, San Diego in a little bit. So, uh, what's that? You going to my house? Yeah, we're going to see Rachel's mom. You know, I spoke to her uh, yesterday, so you know she was she was making fun of me. She was making fun of me too about the whole farm thing, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so jealous! Oh my god! (laughs) But yeah, so you know we we're gonna um, check your mom, and then we're gonna see brother Muhammad. You know, Ahmad's dad. Who yes. Super bad record. Super bad. My theme song. Bad. Yes. And then we are also going to check, you know, the the barbershop right next door. Mario. Yes. Mario. That's exactly. Um, I, I mean, you know, and you. The beauty of that is you have really tapped into the pulse of that area. All three of those people: my mother, brother Muhammad, Mario. They're all very. Um, Connected to everything that's going on in the area, they're very they're very much on the front line of making change, you know, for the better. It's all about the community for them. So that should be really interesting. I cannot wait to see, you know, what that looks like. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, but before I go any further, you know, I got to do the greeting. Have to do the greeting. Everybody, you know, all across the world. I'm trying to try and do this off of memory. So, you know, let's, let's, let's see if I can get them all in. So, I say good morning, good afternoon, good night, buenas noches, buenos dias, konnichiwa, parev, nehoma, alafia, assalamu alaikum, bon dia, halito, akashika, and I believe I got almost all of them. Oh, sakpase. Sakpase. What, what up, though? And what up, son? Damn good, <laughs> Pete. Yeah. What are we going to do with you? Just all that memory. That's beautiful. Well, yeah, and, you know, hopefully I can keep that in my older <laughs> years. 
That can make perfect. So that was fantastic. Well, I'm sure that all the people that are listening, they have received your greeting, and and I feel it. It's coming back to us. So it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely um, out there. We're also going to step by the the, the secret garden. The secret garden? Because your mother said, you know, it's a garden, right? Yeah, well, there's a, yeah, the community garden, yep, yep. Yeah, or, I, I, um, call this, I call it the secret garden. The secret <laughs> Okay, the secret hey, garden, hey, that's hey, a lot. <laughs> hey, hey, Rachel. Yes. I'm 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 here with uh, Kev Lawrence, so we, we well, out here, you know, Be Truth, Kev Lawrence. We out here on the West Coast. And uh, say, say what's up to everybody on Interview Radio right now. How you doing? Like right now, we're West Coasting. We're about to go to Dago. We're going to call San Diego. Dago. We're going to call Dago. Dago. And uh, <laughs> um, we would like to shout out to IHOP. We've been uh, we've been eating at at uh, in a weird way. The, the IHOP, you know, uh, it's 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 uh, it's not gay, but you know, it's it's uh, interior decorated with all. Gay flags and stuff like that, and uh, when you're starving, you find a place. Why would you go to IHOP when there's when there's Roscoe's? Well, Roscoe's is, is is not official, you know what I mean? But we we yeah. we did the Roscoe's thing when we was out here like about three four years ago, so we, you know we, we're over it. That was like just over it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but what we have to shout out is Chick Fil A. Oh my gosh. I ate that Chick Fil A. I haven't had Chick Fil A in about fifteen years, and uh, I felt like after I had Chick Fil A. Wow. Well, I'm glad you guys are having a good time. Make sure that you drive carefully and that you guys, you know, stay safe. And you know, my mother, I'm sure she done cooked up some veal. So by the time y'all get there, you'll be ready to eat again. Oh, she has a plate. I'm just saying, that's my mother. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. No, I, I love I love rating refrigerators. Thank you. So I'm going to bring like a, a garbage bag with me, so we Listen, can load it up like another way bag. There may be some things I might need you to carry back for me. So leave some room in your suitcase. No, no, I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to go to jail. No, no transport. We were on the air right show. It's Don't not any contraband or anything like that. It's not any contraband. Look, I'm gonna have to call my mother and tell her to pack a little bag for me because you know. Send me a hey, uh, hey, we gotta give a big shout out to the place we were going to. Like, shout out to Inglewood, Inglewood, uh, Inglewood. Shout out to people in Hollywood. Shout out to people in Watts. Okay, Watts. <laughs> All right, and for everybody out there, you know, in the review, shout out to Rachel Blunt, but Watts is uh, another world. Uh, yes, it is. C was in there. And everybody saying, "I can't believe you came to Watts." I was like, "Why?" <laughs> And then you, you you realize that a lot of people don't really get along with Watts people. <laughs> no, it's the truth. It's the truth. And it what, city would, what city would Watts be comparable to in the five boroughs? Maybe uh, the Mitchell, Monterey section of the South Bronx. <laughs> okay. Or like, or like a, a back-of-day's Brownsville. Okay. Okay. Brownsville. Yeah, but okay. it, it's, right now it's, it, it's a little nervous for some people. But C and I, we we go anywhere, and we went to the Watchtower at night, 
and uh, you, you realize how Watts is a, is a very uh, it, it's a very it's a certain type of place, you know. Like the people there are shout out to Bertha Prince, BOP, but um, they are it, a lot of history and cultures in Watts, man. You know, with, with blacks and Watts is one of the only places that we were told that. Blacks and Mexicans actually live together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm glad so you guys are getting your history on. Yes, indeed. So what's going on for the show today? Well, Lamonia's going to be calling in today. She's traveling as well, but I'm really looking forward to talking to her about New York women in film and television. Um, and we have a couple of people that may call in and talk about their favorite uh, screenings from Urban World. And we, and other than that, we have some fantastic music lined up, you know. we. Um, I have a poet that expressed an interest in sharing a poem, a poem that he did about Troy Davis. Um, so hopefully he'll give us a call. If not, we can post that on the blog. You know, we cannot forget. And then I posted today just they did had a shooting of a man in New Brunswick who was unarmed and running from the police, and they shot and killed him. So, I mean, this stuff is just, it's not getting out of control. It's been out of control, and I think that, the people that are accustomed to jumping on the bandwagon, they need to move out of the way. Let the people on the front line go and handle their business because this really does need to stop. It just needs to stop. And everyone needs to take a proactive role in making a difference in this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's, it's, ridiculous. Been for, it's been going on for a while. I mean, we were, we were in Fullerton the other day, yesterday, and um, a woman whose who show we were on, um, she was talking about how a police officer, yeah, a, a duena, um, she was telling us how a police officer shot a man in Fullerton in California um, who was also unarmed and, you know, wasn't troubling anybody, but, you know, the police just ran up on him to the drive-by pretty much, you know. Wow. So, it's, it's, but, it's, you know, this is something that's been going on for centuries. And it's nothing new, and people need to fight back. You know, that's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, and the thing about it is now in the age that we're in, we're seeing everything now uncovered and come to surface. So the people who were really into these things and knew these things are all out in the public now. When Obama got in office, all the sheets came loose, so to speak. <laughs> so we're, we're now seeing what this country is really about. I think uh, that you I'll, have successors. I think you have people that have always been on a quest for more information and how to stop this. And then you see people that have become enlightened along the way that are like, hey, I didn't know this was going on, you know. Then you still have people that are a little bit clueless and want to say this is the responsibility of such and such. Well, all of us have to be accountable for this. If one of us is affected, we're all affected, and we all need to, you know, affect to make it make an effort to affect change in this. So, I mean, I'm sure that's definitely something that we'll be um, talking about more on the show and on future shows. Um, but it's, it's just, it has to stop. It's absolutely ridiculous. It, it just has to stop. Right. Oh, who Who is Lamonia, Rachel? Lamonia Brown. Lamonia Brown from New York Women in Film and Television. Oh, that Lamonia. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We got some music to play, so you guys drive carefully, and we're going to get back to some tunes. Uh, unless you want to hold, of course, because I'll come back to you. You're not I'll doing nothing to drive. 
we we gonna call back in a little bit. We are gonna go visit our, our homie uh Black and Watts. He tells us, you know, mm-hmm. to deal with people. You know, if you got a good, deal with them in a positive way. Give them the positive okay. give them the positive one. Well, you call us back with your watch with your watch lesson, and we're gonna jump into some more of this good indie music. All right, so everybody call right? up six four six four seven eight five one two three. That's right, and we'll be right, we'll be right back. Down the aisle with a great big smile You said my skin was too dark and I wasn't your child It killed me then, it still hurts me now But I ain't built a complex, but I'm still like, wow You couldn't read or write, but you could argue and fight Couldn't figure out my lunch forms to save your life But you was on the chase, only for that paper though First dude in the hood with a Volvo He had that pretty hair, kinda light skin Had two other kids that looked just like him As for me, I was always the black sheep He was praying for a boy, but oh boy, you got me You can't tell me you ain't give me these lips And ain't no paternity test denying this So nah, I ain't gonna tell you that my life was hard I'ma lift up this veil and just show you these scars It's just a shotgun wedding, that's all Coming from my heart Say what you want to say I'ma get it anyway Let the tears dry on their own Nothing can stop Who's me Who's gonna help me with my gown And stand all proud Post the flicks in the courtyard Like that's my child Blow kisses to the limo While I'm off to the honeymoon I'm almost positive it won't be you You was unfit That's why they took me away Intoxicated butt naked With a gun in my face Used to say I brought you in Girl I take you out I believe you, that's why they shot up a house You had a body of a woman, presence of a dog You were moving silent, never scared of who? No one, that's why I take one and no one You sent the mob of girls to jump me on a junction I leaned on them, that's what set us apart I knew it was you, Fredo, you broke my heart So now I ain't gonna tell you that my life was hard I'ma lift up this veil and just show you these scars It's just a shotgun wedding, that's all Coming from my heart Say what you want to say I'ma get it anyway Let the tears dry on their own Nothing can stop me I'm leaning sideways on the pulpit Trying to find the vibes off the top I'ma do this, listen, listen, listen I've been through the whole blood The scream, the whole ride Down the bus is too high I'm like one in a million though Got the over metal on the fourth seat First row Something truly special Drift to stay laying in the hospital with vegetables You my heart, you my love, yeah Us together have the whole world running scared Cause this is something that they want they never had Once they finally get it, get it, they get the bag Still a daughter of a broken home I mean sticks and stones may break my bones But I'm married to the game And it'll never jerk me Got my prenup, let me re-up I'm ready, 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 ready
love we bring From the seeds we sow To the time it takes to grow Long enough to show you I want to let go of you Review Radio, Saturday, September 24th, 6464-785123. Feel free to give us a call. We are joined now by our guest, Miss Lamonia Brown. Hello. Hello. Do you Hi. hear your applause in the back? You hear your applause? I do. Did you hear I your oh, Okay, okay. <laughs> we're applauding you. <laughs> How are you today? Thank you so much for joining us. I know you're on the road. So yes, yes. we'll chat with you for a little bit. Um, so I kind of preempted you being on the show earlier by saying that you are the Lamonia Brown from the New York Women in Film and Television. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about the organization? So the organization is 34 years old, and what we do is advocate for equity for women in the business. We preserve women's films, and we do a lot of um, educational programs that women stay on top of the hottest trends in the film industry. Separate and apart from that, I have my own company called The Gilchrist Experience where we market um, black films because I am very passionate about the fact that black films need to be marketed to the masses because we have such great stories and no one ever gets to hear. Or yeah. See. And why do you think? Why do you think? Um, I say over the last maybe ten years, do you feel like a lot of other people have expressed that there's a difference in black films being marketed? Do you see the difference? I know one of the panels that was one of the questions. Um, has there been? great leeway in that department for black filmmakers? Well, there's more opportunity for black filmmakers 
as far as festivals and whatnot go, you have the Urban World Film Festival, which is 15 years old. You have the American Black Film Festival, which is 16 years old. And buyers do now attend those festivals, so a lot of those films will end up being seen by the masses. BET has some film initiatives. AMC Theaters also has some initiatives specific to black film. But part of what happens with black films is the big studios just don't set aside the same marketing dollars that they do for what they would call a general market film. So it's up to us to really figure out who our people are in our community that can properly market our film, what are other ways of distributing our film. I think that the web, digital filmmaking, has really leveled the playing field because now you can go to a Blip TV or you can go to one of the panelists that was at the Urban World Film Festival Grab Network, and you can actually get your show in front of the eyes of whoever your Facebook, Twitter, you know, followers are. So it's the the place that the gap is closing, but it's not closing fast enough. Right, and I, and that was one of the um I attended uh, one of the panels that you actually well you didn't moderate, but you did introduce and you had a really cute dress on. Um, and I produced it. I produced both of those <laughs> panels actually. <laughs> All right. Well, the one that I went to was uh, the one at HBO, and it was the Digital Revolution Game On. And the panelists were amazing. Michelle Matera? Matera? Michelle Matera. And actually, I, I, she also um, curates a film festival called Creatively Speaking. That one's done at the Brooklyn Academy of Music every year where that's another opportunity for black filmmakers to get their work seen and their screenplays heard. So there are some opportunities coming up. And Michelle is actually involved in film distribution. She did all the distribution for a movie a while ago, you may remember, called Daughters of the Dust. Yeah. I that. Mm-hmm. Michelle okay. was very instrumental in the distribution of that film. Nice, nice. Um and I, okay, so you also have a history of coming from the music business. Um, what is the comparison that you see between the distribution of black film and the distribution of black music? Um, it seems that it's been easier, and I'm sure every black black um, performing artist will disagree with me. But it seems that it's been easier for the music artists to be accepted by the big, I guess the big three now, labels. At one point, you know, when I guess when this big burst of new black music came on the scene, whether it was the whole neo-soul movement or when, you know, rappers hit the scene, there were so many different labels and everybody needed new stuff. And then music is consumed in a very, very different way. Music is consumed, first of all, for free on radio, okay? Right. Um, and then music used to be able, it was cheaper to purchase music and you would keep it. Like, you know, you, you owned the music that you bought. When you go and see a film, you see it for that, min- you see it for that minute, you have to pay for it, in theory. <laughs> you know, you have right. to pay for it. And it also, it takes up a lot more time. Um, film requires a captive audience, whereas you can put your CD in your car, bump it, and go do a whole lot of other things. And then you can play it over and over again so you have your favorite song on this album and that type of thing. Um, but I think what also helped a lot of independent artists was, uh, independent music artists, was when this whole downloading thing started happening. That helped a lot of people who didn't have deals get their work out, whereas it hurts the filmmaker in reverse. If I download a film illegally, I'm really hurting that filmmaker because they'll never see any money from it. Where right. you download a, a, an independent artist song, 
that will actually prompt the label to give them a deal. It doesn't work the same way in, in film. You're right. It's a little different. <laughs> and that yeah. was one of the things someone had asked one of the panelists, too, about, um, you know, di- distributing digitally, because I know that's had an impact on both genres, uh, music and film, both arenas. Um, but it seems that it, the, the thing that my takeaway from it was you still have to be authentic to your craft and you still have to do the work. Yes, you still have to you still have to do the work. You still have to know how to do the work. And that's where I think that's also a difference in black music and black film. Um, you know, you might have some, some just raw talent and be able to sing, and you can pick up a mic, and you can just do it. And someone else will write the songs for you, and, you know, it'll all work out. Not quite the same in film. You can't really just pick up a camera and shoot and have a good movie. You know, you really can't do that. Right, you might want to learn the craft. Right, yeah. you will. You yeah. have to. You don't have to, but you. You're right. You might want to, and because again, it's not this like you. You have to know. You have to respect the craft enough to do some research in film. Unfortunately, yeah. there's plenty of people that don't do the same in music. They just, you know, it's easier. You get in front of a mic. You go to a studio. You burn the CDs. You sell them on the streets. You really can't do that in film. Not like that. No. No, I mean, you know, you can take you can take your little, back in the day, people just take their little radio in the bathroom, record something, and start sending it out. You <laughs> cannot do that with film. It just, it's not going to work out. Now, what I will say to people is that if you have a story to tell, get started writing. And then once you write your story down, find out how to structure your story properly so that it can be a film, so that it can be a teleplay. I would say if you let that be your story. Don't just pick up a camera and start shooting. Find somebody who will. There are plenty of people who are skilled in that nature who will work with you. They're looking for work. It's just like you. There's so many hungry people in various aspects of film. And if you can put the right crew together, you can get your independent project done. And it can look very professional, similar to some of the films that we see in these various um, film festivals. So if someone without, if we have, um, you know, one of our listeners may be interested in doing uh, film and this is their first time out and they contact the Gilcrest Experience, what are some of the things that they can expect from the company? You know, one, one of the things they can expect from the company is some very realistic numbers based on their story, based on, you know, just, if they, let's say they just have the story. They come with just the idea. Well, there there is still a certain format to film. There is still certain stories that sell, certain stories that won't sell, certain stories that, you know, we'll just have to take another route with it. So the first thing I would do is just consult them on the idea of their story because there are oftentimes people come and tell me their story idea, and it makes perfect sense in their head, but it can never right. be a film. Some people think of some people have these stories. I was actually speaking to a young lady actually yesterday, and she was talking to me about her film idea, but it ends up after we had our consultation, what she really has on her hands is an episodic series. She can never put okay. all that whole can story into our... <laughs> Pardon can me? you explain what that means? <laughs> oh, an episodic series. What you watch on television is, is TV series. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But, you know, you know, sometimes there's just so many layers to a story and so many, so much you have to peel back from the characters to get a complete story told that you can't do that in a film. They no longer make three- and four-hour films. So, you know, your film really has to be cut down to about 110 minutes. So if you can't tell the full story in 110 minutes, you need to think about the, 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 um, 
method in which you want to tell your story. Now, the good thing about episodic um, projects is that you can put those up on the web. You can even put them up on your own website. And if you have a good base of people to promote it to and these people will also promote it, you can do really well. If you don't have that base, you should call me. Okay. There you, you go. Email me. You should probably email me. Let me let me switch let me switch that. You should probably email me. We'll get all your information at the end. Now we did I came across some pretty good series that were that launched on YouTube and that live on YouTube. Like series. We're looking at Linux Ave. Which is now well Linux Ave is now being what? Is that H that's H B E T or H B L? It's B E T. And actually one of the one of the creators of Linux Avenue was at the I believe he was at the panel you were on. You were at. Right. Brian Ro- Brian Rowling was there, and he was talking a little bit about yeah. Lennox Avenue. It's a great series. and But you can look, okay, so that's one thing I'm sure you noticed from the clip, how professionally that's done. It's not that this one picked up a camera and shot. That was very professionally done, which is going to cost you some money, but more importantly, it's going to take you some time to really learn how to do that or find the people who do know how to do it. And that is the big difference, so I guess. You know, when you're talking about music and film, the differences are so visual in mute and film. Right. Like your your disconnect from the information is clearly visible, whereas with music, not so much. <laughs> not, exactly. not immediately. Not immediately, anyway. And I'll ask the same question about people that are interested in in being a part of New York Women in Film and Television. What are some of the benefits from being a part of the organization? Well, first of all, to be a member of New York Women in Film and Television, you don't have to be a woman. We accept women and men. But um, we do vet our members, and our members have to have four years above entry-level experience in the film business before they can be considered for membership. Membership is $175 a year, but you pay it monthly, so it, it just comes out of your um debit card monthly, so it's really easy. And some of the, one of the greatest benefits is the networking that you get because you get we have over 2,000 members wow. working in every aspect of the film and television business from the highest level. Like the president of HBO Documentary is one of our members, as is Dara Strauss, who has her own uh, web series called uh, Downsides. So we have every, you know, it runs the gamut of who our members are, and you have um, access to them through the online roster as a member. And these are people who you can't necessarily just call them up on the phone and say, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm interested in film, but you will see them at our events, you will see them at, you know, our various programs, and you have access to them. One of the biggest things we provide the aspiring filmmaker or the aspiring, you know, everyone doesn't want to make films, some people just want to work in film. We provide right. access. We also have a job board specific to our members. If you have a project, we will blast it out for you, which is very important. Um, we have our newsletter. You get to come to our programs, and we do over 75 different programs every year in addition to our two big main events, which are the Muse Awards and Designing Women. So there's a whole lot of benefits. to. We give health insurance because a lot of filmmakers who are independent don't have health insurance yet. You know, Obamacare hasn't actually gone through yet, so we have health insurance. Um, okay. You have acupuncture services discounts. You have access to gym discounts. You know, so we are considering everyone's health as well while you're in this crazy business. So, yes, it's really it's good. And what did you say the yearly fee was again? It's one hundred and seventy-five. 
the annual fee is one seventy five a year. Which so you can pay in one fell swoop or you can you pay get a lot for your money. You get a lot for your money. Oh, and it did, I forgot to mention that we you also get access to all of our screenings. So I also handle maybe about 100 screenings a year. So you'll get to see all the movies before they come out for free, which is great. So your membership is paid for if you go to 10 screenings, you know. Right. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now let's talk a little bit about some of the films at Urban World. So we went together for the screening. Now I've never been to Urban World to any of their screenings, so I was pleasantly surprised. I, it was an amazing experience for me. I was a little, I didn't know what to expect. Um, mm-hmm. Not that new to indie film, but I was, I've just never been to Urban World. So I, I liked the way they had all the screens, all of the um, screenings in one location, and everything was available right there. You could go from from screening to screening. See, uh, Truth and I had a conversation last week about some of this, some of the screenings, um, the, my, the ones that I really enjoyed. I really, really, really enjoyed um, Shake Loose Memories, Sonia Sanchez. Yes, that, yes, yes. That was awesome. And that was directed that, by Jamal Joseph, who is actually, people don't know this, he's head of, of cinema studies at Columbia University. So he, and he's a former Black Panther, and he has a, he has a very rich story of his own. So I need to do a documentary on the guy who directed that, that film. I'm surprised but, um, <laughs> Yeah, but that that was really amazing, and I, you were there. She, you know, you heard Sonia speak, which is always an yeah. honor to be in the room with her as she speaks. I will say this though about film festivals, black film festivals in particular, they always have this really warm family type energy, and that's what I love so much about going to black film festivals. You can film feel festivals. it. Yeah, you can yeah. feel it. When you get there, you feel like we're all in one pot. We're all trying to do this one thing. We're all part of the same movement. And it's true, but you don't feel it as much on your own as you feel it at the various film festivals. And Urban World is, has always been really good at providing that feeling for people, so I'm really proud of them. And there's a lot of people that walked out of there inspired to do a film, even if they even if they hadn't. That was me. I was like, okay, there's a film in me. <laughs> so yeah. I said there's a film in me. <laughs> you see, there's a story in everybody. Everybody has a story to tell. They really do. It's just about finding the vehicle for which to tell your story. Right. And, again, educating yourself about the processes. Right. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by 50's movie in Mario Van Peebles. All, All things fall apart. apart. Yes. Remember, yes. I went in there. We, we both went in like, okay, we give it 10 minutes. Completely not what I expected. Well, I was going to give it the full time. You know, I, I'm not going to give it the full time. We were we were gonna go. Remember, we were going in there to wait for another film to start. Ended up staying right. there the whole time. Yeah. Well, I have to say, kudos to Fifty because he really played his heart out in this role. Just the, the physical transformation that he had to go through. Just the physical transformation he had to go through was really amazing to see. And so, congratulations to him. And and, and here's the thing: we have to congratulate him because uh, somehow I doubt that Oscar's going to get around to it. But um, right, <laughs> you know, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. You know, Mario was a very seasoned director. Most of what he directs is really good. His dad is a seasoned director, so I'm sure that it was a really great, you know, set to be on. And, you know, you know, Mario knows the process. He knows what he's doing. But the story was great. I thought that the film was, 
it held my attention. It was a really nice story to see. And one of the things that I appreciated about the Q&A, and this is the other thing people should know about attending film festivals, there's a Q&A session after every film, generally with the director, so you get to hear a little bit more about the process. You get to learn a little bit more about the actual process of filmmaking, the art of filmmaking, the reason people make films. So it is important to support our film festivals. That's just a side note. But getting back to it, during the Q&A session, when the question was, well, when the thought was presented about the actual hustle that 50 chose in light of his, you know, need to make money, I thought that was an amazing message that Mario sent out to people. And that's one of the things that I love. And I would hope that this movie would get picked up because it really does have a great message for our young people. And black people complain so much about the various films that are out there, the various TV shows that are out there. But we don't often, well, not we because I do, but they don't often support, you know, the alternative visual media that's out there. Right. So we got to really start looking at why are we complaining and why are movies not getting made now. Since I am on the Indie Review, I can say whatever I want, and we all yeah, family. So here's what, so that's how we here's do what I will here. say. Here's what I will say to people. Here's what I will say to your listeners, your listeners that happen to be very critical of black films, very critical of black television, particularly on the web, particularly, you know, in print media, particularly on their various talk shows. Please believe that white Hollywood is listening to you, and their response to you is, you can't make these people happy, so why do we even bother? We'll just keep putting Tyler Perry up there. I love Tyler Perry. Respect his hustle. But if you're going to complain about everything, you should never think that the people in power aren't listening to that and are not looking at you as, okay, we're not going to even try with you. My organization is not the most integrated organization, one that I work for, so I get to hear what the other, the melanin challenge people are saying, okay? And this is really how they feel. So we have to be really careful, our people that are on these various talk shows, our people that are journalists, our people that are, you know, constantly complaining. You are being listened to, but it's not the response that you're expecting. So let's be really careful about the message we put out there. I'm right. glad I have a platform to say that. I'm glad to interview oh, you to have a platform to say that. Yeah. Actually, any time you want to uh, utilize this platform for that, uh, you're more than welcome. Any time on the soapbox, okay. <laughs> We have lots of soapboxes here. We have more than one. Call us up, 646-478-5123, if you have any questions for Lamonia or any questions about New York Women in Film and Television or any questions about her marketing company, Gilliard Experience. Now, seeing as how I know that we have, uh, you were doing earlier, you were doing some music stuff working with Walt Anderson, and it's Walt's birthday, so I just want to give him a big fat happy birthday. Was it yesterday? Happy birthday. It was the day before yesterday. <laughs> happy birthday, Walt. Yeah. I asked myself, so, I said, who sings, who sings happy birthday to the greatest lyricist in the world, right? Absolutely. So, in honor of his birthday, I'm going to go into one of his songs. We have three of them. Tell me which one you want to hear, Hush, Making Love, or Simple Things, and then we'll come back and finish our conversation. Which um, one do you want? Hush. Let's do Hush. Hush. All right, so this is Walt Anderson, an ode to Walt, his own song, <laughs> from me and Lamonia, for your birthday, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
Mr. Anderson. So yeah. how about that? We devoted, we uh, devoted, no, that's not what I'm looking for. We, uh, like, we'll pretend we were singing that to him for his birthday. Yes, yes. Okay. Shout we'll make sure he Walt. hears too. <laughs> yes. We'll make sure we send it to him. So we're back with Lamonia Brown. Give us a call, 646 if you have any questions, or for those of you that are in the chat room, shout out to Val from TOTM Radio and a couple of other guests who I don't know who they are because right now it just says their number. So we see you, and thank you for listening. If you have any questions for Lamonia, feel free to ask them, and I'll make sure she answers them because she's on her soapbox right now, and that's a good place for her to be if you want answers, (laughs) right? So what were some of the other favorites for you at Urban World? My favorite at Urban World was Life, Love, Soul. It actually won the narrative feature category also. It was, again, a film that it was about a young boy. He's um, 17 years old. He suffers a great tragedy, and he has to go live with the dad that he hadn't really had any contact with all his life. He's an honors student. He's been accepted to about five Ivy League colleges that they call off. And, you know, it's just about how his life took a a particular turn, but that turn didn't derail him from still achieving his goal of still staying on the right path. And that's a great story for our young people to see. Mm. So um, that was directed by Noel Calloway. It was just really good, and I really hope that that movie gets some traction so people can see it. It was great. It's called Life, Love, Soul. Look it up. Look it up. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the um, the description of it right now, directed by Noel Calloway. That wasn't something that we saw at the um, at on the panel that I was at, but um, my friend. No, Jenny it actually is in played the, 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 the it played on the Saturday of the festival. So Saturday, I was actually at the festival from 11 in the morning until. 1.30 p.m. the next morning. So just marathon of films. Amazing, yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. But how do people, <laughs> so those that don't go to Urban World, for those who don't have, you know, they're not members of New York Women's Film and Television, how do they get an opportunity to see such films? How do they even discover them? That's, that's the million-dollar question. You know, um, which is why it is important to support the film festivals. It is important. You know, one thing that is happening, BET Centric runs some of these films as well, and they're a huge sponsor of the Urban World Film Festival. HBO also from time to time will run certain of these films. What I would encourage people to do is to go to the Urban World website, which is urbanworld.com, and just download, you know, or, or click on the links to the films. And oftentimes the filmmakers have their own websites where you can contact them and find out if they're selling the DVD or if they're screening someplace else. Maybe they have a limited run somewhere. Um, the closing night film, Kenya Rwanda, will run at AMC at some point because um, AMC, Urban World, and a company called The Firm, along with Image Nation, have a deal where um, it's, it's called the a firm is the African American Film Festival Release Movement. So twice a year, um, films from various African American film festivals are chosen, and they get a two week run at AMC initially. And it's up to us to really go out and support those films so that they can get an extended run. So last year was a film called I Will Follow, which was great. It starred Sally Richardson, um, Blair Underwood was in it, and it was. Mm-hmm directed by Ava DuVernay, who is also a film marketer, but she's also the founder of a firm. So this is a really great 
outlet also that we we hope will will start to grow and, and have more than two films. And you know, this is another way of us taking control of getting our stories told out there. Um, Brooklyn Bohemian was also very interesting. It was the opening night film was directed by Diane Paragas and Nelson George. It was all about the transformation of this one neighborhood in Brooklyn called Clinton Hill, Fort Greene. And that's where a lot of people know. They know that area because that's where Spike Lee was, where Four Acres and a Mule was. Rosie Perez lives there. That's where Chris Rock lives. You know, so um, it, it got a lot of, it got a lot of, actually that film was shown in three different theaters simultaneously. That's how many people wanted to see it. Wow. That's a lot. Any other any other mentions for you? I'm going to mention a couple of more. There's a documentary okay. called Soul of, a, Soul of a Hustler, directed by Chad Heater. That's a good film for anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur because it's all about this guy who actually had a, had a deal to sell sneakers and he lost the deal. But it goes through the whole process of why he lost the wow. deal. Um, another movie, make a movie like Spike, directed by Jamil Walker-Smith. Great movie, Restless City. Restless City was great. Yelling to the Sky, directed by Victoria Mahoney. It will be released, and it stars Gabrielle Sidibe and Zoe Kravitz. So there's quite a few good stuff there. Although I do have to say, I'm going to have to jump off the line. Yes. Okay, well, we're going to have to let you go because, again, I know you're traveling. But before you leave, give us your, you know, how can people contact you? If you want to contact me, yes, contact me at Lamonia, L-A-M-O-N-I-A, at the Gilcrest Experience. It's all one word, T-H-E-G-I-L-C-H-R-I-S-T, experience.com, and I'll get right back to you. Anything you want to know, if you want to set up a meeting, anything, just contact me and we'll, we'll get it done. I'm committed. Perfect. And if you forget all that, feel free to reach out to us. We'll definitely be glad to make the connection. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know that you're there uh, with another reputable organization, that you are the president of the New York chapter for the National Alliance of Marketing Developers. Woo-hoo! Yes. Uh, enjoy your <laughs> Oh, yeah, do that. Enjoy your board meeting, and you guys get home safe. Drive carefully. Thank you. I'm at the I'm in DC, people. I'm at the Congressional Black Caucus. Yes, Congressional Black Caucus. Lots of stuff going on there this weekend in D.C. So safe travels to you. Thanks so much again for your expertise and spending time with us today. And we will certainly talk to you very, very soon. All right. Talk to you later, Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was Lamonia joining us. I hope that you guys were able to get some really valuable information. I mean, like I said, it was my first time going to Urban World. It was a fantastic experience. And when she mentioned the camaraderie and the energy amongst, you know, everyone that's in that space, you can really, really feel it. It's amazing. And, you know, although I'm not a filmmaker, I have had um, a couple of conversations about some you know, documentaries and stuff like that. And it just really inspires you to revisit or look more into those things. So, again, um, Lamonia Brown, we appreciate her time with us today. Uh, we have a few more minutes left on the show, 646-478-5123, if you want to give us a call, feel free to do so. And we are going to jump into another song, another one of my favorites by Ndombi called Can't Hardly Wait, and we'll be right back. I don't know why I keep When you spend my money, so I keep right home At times it's funny, but I'm 
Hey, hey. 
Cause all I 
And we're back. Love will save the day. That was Zara. Um, and and I love that song. It's um it's a feel good song. Like if you're cleaning up and you know, you want to feel nice, you just throw that on. It's one of those songs. So we had a nice little music run there. I like to um share the music with you guys. I know sometimes our interviews are a little long, so I just want to make sure that we still get the music and the good stuff that you haven't heard, that you don't get to hear anywhere else except for here. So uh, 646-478-5123. We still have a little time left on the show. Um, again, I want to thank Lamonia for joining us. The um, music industry and the film industry are very similar in that, you know, we have to be responsible for finding ways to distribute our work and to get it seen and heard by the people that we want to see and hear it. And she made a really valid point, which was when you are complaining about um, black film um, on whatever venue, you know, whether it's on your show, on your radio show, whether you're tweeting about it, blogging about it, in particular people that are run in, you know, some of the bigger circles, the powers that be are listening to that, and they're making decisions based on that. So sometimes um, we're, we are jeopardizing our ability to play in a larger arena when we're doing that. Keep it positive and, you know, have conversations with people that can help you get from point A to point B. That will be my suggestion um, when it comes to venting and those types of things. New York Women in Film and Television, for those of you that are interested in joining, feel free to give us a call or to email us, and we'll get you the information right away. We'll send over the link. We'll probably post that on the blog. I'll talk to see about that because, you know, that's his thing. That's what he does. But um, any questions about anything that you've heard today or something you're not sure about, please shoot us an email at indiereviewcd at gmail.com. We'll make sure to respond and forward you any information that will be helpful in your journey. Um, I want to give big birthday shout-outs to, as you heard before, Walt Anderson, Squeaky Moore. It's her birthday today. Her and Kristen Pope and the girls are out bowling, so that should be a lot of fun. We have C. Truth checking back with, um, checking back in with us from the road. Are you there, C? Hello. You're not there? <laughs> I, I am here. Good. I'm there. You're here and there. You're everywhere. I'm, I'm You're everywhere. Like You're like everywhere. As I as I as I've learned this weekend. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was giving some birthday shout-outs. And lastly, I want to give a birthday shout-out to Reality, who has been on the show a couple of times. Um, You may remember him from his list of the ten things that every indie artist should know. Um, Today, or yesterday, was his birthday, so a big shout-out to him Um, and his son, Little Quincy, his birthday. He turned a year, so all the birthday love, all the birthday love. Any final words, C? Because I know you're traveling and it's the end of the show. So what do you want to say to the peepers? I mean, you know, um, just basically <laughs> as I, I usually say, um, be sure to pick and choose your battles wisely so you may return another day to win the war. Don't sell it for crumbs. Get the ingredients to make the cake. And, you know, keep your eyes, ears, and everything else focused and open nowadays because there's a lot going on and it does affect there's you. There's a lot. The war, yeah, yeah, 2012 is West Coast, Zion. West Coast. <laughs> what up, fool? Wow. Yeah. Y'all need to get out of. Y'all need to get out of L.A. quick. Get Kevin out of. Get Kevin out of there quick. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 break yourself, Ray. Break yourself, Ray. Oh, 
please. Oh my gosh. What's the um? What's what's the daily um uh, cake for today? Well, our daily slice today is this. The list of ingredients for success is divided into four basic groups: inward, outward, upward, and onward. Uh, that's from David Thomas, and that is just a reminder that uh, no matter where you are, you have a place to go. One of those four places will get you out of your situation, and we'll, you'll start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's our daily slice for the day. And, and as always, you know, we send the love and light. That's what we do to everybody. We appreciate the listeners and the people that join us in the chat room today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys know where to find us. We are here. We ain't going nowhere. Same time, same place. Next week, we'll look forward to seeing you guys. And C will be here, too, to share his journey, you know, the whole West Side journey, him and his conquistador over there. If, if I make it out alive. I don't how please. Yes, yes. And hey, hey, Ray, one more thing. Uh huh. I'm I am going to um, use my investigative reporting services to get some <laughs> stories out of your mom about Uh-oh. Rachel Block. Listen, Rachel. listen. Let me tell you something. My mother is not going to give you any stories because there are no stories. Let me call her real quick. I'm gonna call her as soon as we get the phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So in light of everything that has been going on this week and all the things that we've been experiencing, we're going to leave you guys with this um, song by Isha and Hezekiah Stand Guard. Take heed to the yeah. words, and uh, we will definitely look forward to seeing you guys and hearing you guys next week. There will be no stories about Rachelle next week, and if so, you will not hear from C Truth. He won't be on the show. There will be some stories. He's going to cut his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm.